what would you do if I if I were to tell you there's actually some good news on the pandemic front? I mean, really, there actually may be some good news on the pandemic front, and it has nothing to do with the vaccinations. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to Truth to Ponder for this Thursday. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman, the 30th day of December in the year of our Lord 2021. Hard to believe. Two more days and we will be in a new year of 2022. Now, in just a couple of minutes, I'm going to share a story with you about some of the things that I've been watching over the past week. I know over the Christmas season, a lot of people were busy traveling, may not have listened as much to this program or for that matter, a lot of different programs. I understand that. It was hard for me to even keep up with the news. But I would look and I would find these little stories and I put them aside because these are coming from sources that I have been following for over a year in some cases, a year and a half in others. And these sources, when you vet them out and you look around and and find other corroborating stories and you tie them together, they give you a pretty accurate narrative. Now, please do not take this as any kind of bragging. It's not meant to be, and I, I hope you don't take it this way. We've been very careful on this program not to share everything we think we can share because we're not sure. Um, We may have made a mistake or two along the way, but I've been really cautious with some of the news that I read, that if I had read the same stories to you and if I had endorsed those stories, it would have ruined this program early on. There were a lot of stories that I saw out there that, you know, I was tempted to share, but that voice inside said, you better wait or better double check, you better look more carefully or you're going to have egg on your face. And I didn't want that. I would rather sit on a story that I'm uncertain about until I can get a better handle on it before I share some what is really misinformation to you. Now, that that word gets tossed around all the time by the social media tyrants and dictators. You've got false information. You're spreading misinformation. You're not saying what the Biden administration is demanding that you believe. Their Fuhrer in Washington and his redheaded press secretary say you must think and say and do this. And how many times have they lied to us? How many times have the experts been wrong? Since the beginning of this pandemic, Dr. Fauci has misinformed you, misdirected you, out and out lied to you, and I believe he's doing such for two reasons. Number one, he's loving this newfound power. And and for some people, when they get this kind of an audience, this kind of power, becoming a household name goes to their head. And I believe in Dr. Fauci's case, it certainly has. In addition, for decades, he has been involved, been involved with stuff that if the truth were really known or actually disseminated by the mainstream press, he would not be at a press conference talking about a virus. His lawyer would be at a press conference talking about his upcoming trial. 
for the things that he has done. I, I always believe that truth has a funny way of prevailing in the end. Now, a lot of us prayed early on in 2020 that the truth about all of this would come out, but it didn't. And then 2021 came along. It still hasn't come out. And we're coming into 2022. And I hope and pray that more truth will begin to become impossible to hide. Dr. Fauci has been hiding a lot of truth. CNN and all the other mainstream medias, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, you name it, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, Vox, Vice, all those other publications, they're no different than Pravda or the Workers' Daily in China. All state-run propaganda, all with a, you know, from the Ministry of Truth, as we learned in the book 1984 by, by George Orwell. Now, Before I go any farther with this story, I want to remind you that here at Truth to Ponder, Christmas did not end after Christmas Day. We believe in the 12 days of Christmas. You know, see, Walmart and all the big box stores and all the online retailers, all they cared about was enhancing their bottom line, pushing toward the end of the year. And I explained the other day that Black Friday was the day that many large retailers finally saw their profits for the year between the day after Thanksgiving and the end of the year, or really primarily uh, Christmas Eve. That's when the big money got spent. That's when the profits were made. Well, they could care less after the 25th. They want you to throw out the decorations. I, I was in the store the other day. And, and I'm talking like on Christmas Eve, getting a last-minute item. And they're already putting out the, um, the Valentine stuff. I mean, they had all the Christmas stuff shoved into the back corner, marked down 30%, and the next day it's going to be down what's left, 50 or 60%, and out the door. But they're already getting the Valentine displays up and going. I mean, that comes up, what, in about seven, eight weeks? Something like seven, eight weeks? Seven weeks? Retailers are always ahead of the game. We started celebrating Christmas at Walmart. I think it was back in uh, Halloween. The stuff came out. And now they, they want you to move on and forget about Christmas and refocus your money and efforts in a new direction. But see, today, originally Christmas was a 12-day, not a single-day celebration. It started on the 25th of December, Christmas Day, and ended on January 5th, the day before the 6th of January, which is celebrated as the Epiphany, the manifestation of Jesus to the Gentiles. So we celebrate his birth for 12 days. So here at Truth to Ponder, it is the sixth day of Christmas. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six keys a day. So happy sixth day of Christmas from Truth to Ponder. Now, getting back to some of the stories that we have in front of us today. Ever since we first heard back in November the term Omicron, the Omicron variant, which, by the way, if you rearrange the letters, spell moronic and also can spell another word that actually talks about a genetic cancer. But Omicron, 
sounds very, very deadly, even worse than Delta and Alpha and, and, and many others from the Greek alphabet, that we have Alpha the beginning, and now we have Omicron. It sounds more like Decepticon. And there's some good news out there. Now, it is funny how they chose the word Omicron. If you're a Star Trek uh, devotee, I'm not as deep into it as others. I watched it growing up. I've seen the movies. But a lot of people are Trekkies, and, and they should really remember from all the various types of episodes of Star Trek, from the original to Deep Space Nine to Voyager to Enterprise, whatever, they should recognize the word and there you have it 55 plus years of of omicron from the fine folks at star trek you know, I'm beginning to wonder how long the narrative is going to hold up because of Omicron. When somebody died and maybe somebody else, they make a big deal out of it. But they then kind of hide in the story about the underlying conditions. We had one person that died in his 50s, but we find out later numerous underlying conditions. Now, was it the virus that, that killed this person? Probably not. We've learned over the past shall we say, almost two years now, come, come February, March, that many people that died with the virus never died of the virus. That something similar to the coronavirus, even the flu or other disease to people that are immunocompromised, could, you know, it's, it's a danger. We understand that. We also have learned in the last 20-some-odd months that there has been a concerted effort to bury, hide, and discredit any type of treatment that works, except for the vaccines, except for the very expensive new pills that are coming out, magically, just in time. But there's a problem now with the Omicron variant, and I have to wonder... I have to wonder if Dr. Fauci and everybody saw this one coming. A number of doctors had mentioned literally back in 2020 that over time, and a lot of these people were dismissed like, oh, no, 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 it's going to be getting worse and worse. You, you watch. Many doctors that I followed that are real doctors that really treat patients that have experience in their field will tell you that in the textbooks, it is talked a lot about how viruses will naturally mutate. That's what they do. All viruses mutate, and they work their way down to a certain level. They also become more contagious. They're looking for a host. A virus, if it had thought process, which it does not, it's just... It's just RNA fragments that try to replicate in the body. But if that virus should kill its host, then it can't spread anymore. Well, Omicron has been 
different. And there are two schools of thought, and I haven't made my mind up on which, where I want to fall on this fence quite yet. But I do understand one thing. It is far less deadly, has much milder symptoms, and it is vastly more contagious. That much, I think, all of us can agree upon, even though the CNNs of this world don't want to talk about the fact that the symptoms are milder. They kind of downplay it. They still want it. Dr. Fauci was making these absurd claims like, well, you can't come to my house if you're not vaccinated. And I don't understand why they are so still into the vaccines because they don't work. Why do we need a vaccine passport to go to a restaurant in New York when the vaccine will not stop you from getting or spreading the Omicron variant or any other COVID variant that's still out there? And the other variants that were, shall we say, had worse symptoms are beginning to fade down because we're seeing in early reports and it's becoming clearer and clearer. Two weeks ago, one of my sources was saying, if we get through the next few days, this is going to show a trend as we've always seen trends in the past when it comes to this virus. We know that this this variant, Omicron, is substantially milder than any other SARS-CoV-2 strain that we've seen since the beginning of the pandemic. We are well over a month into the unprecedented South African case spike, driven literally by nothing but Omicron. But the corona deaths remained extremely low. In its early days when it hit the United Kingdom, where Omicron was just, you know, half of the cases, it's the same story. In the coming months, there is no doubt because of its ability to spread through a community and to outcompete all of the lineages everywhere in the world, at some point, the corona virus as we know it today will do what many viruses have done in the past. It'll complete its transformation into a mild coronavirus that none of us should even care about. Just like we don't obsess about a cold. Other coronaviruses like like the HC-CoV-0-C-4-3. Now you're probably wondering, what the heck is that? So let me take you back to the year 2003 and an article written in an academic journal for doctors. And they talk about this particular coronavirus from 2003. They're associated with rhinoviruses. Um, They're they're basically a, a respiratory infection that is in the family of the common cold. These are other variants of a corona-type virus. And from the 1970s on, these have been around, and they keep mutating downward. How often do we obsess about this stuff back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and prior to 2019? Occasionally, a variant of the flu that would be contagious would catch our attention because older people 
and people that just don't want to be out of work for a few days, they were concerned about being out of work. So when you look at this other virus, the the HCoV OC43, you know, it happened in the wintertime, and, and we don't make a big deal about it anymore because we were treating it. We didn't have vaccines for these things. We never have had a vaccine for a coronavirus, technically until now. They treated it the way we've been trying to treat this one. But see, all those methods are, we can't do that for this one. Why? Why can we not do what we did in the past? I mean, nobody just decided in the middle of the night last year in, in 20, well, back in 2020, hey, let's try hydroxychloroquine. There was a reason that they used hydroxychloroquine because, see, back in 2003 and 2004, with a SARS-CoV-1 outbreak, which is more resemblance of this virus when it started, which probably then was like this one, man-made or manipulated. What did the CDC say back in 2003 and 4? What treatment did they recommend for SARS-CoV-1? In other words, it's like 85% the same as the one that came out. They recommended hydroxychloroquine. But see, now when the new one came out, oh, no, no, we can't do that. Why? Because there's something more sinister about this particular coronavirus. And too many governments, governments like in Canada, where you have a liberal party that has been wanting to have this authoritarian control and stomp on your freedoms and be run by little elitist monsters like Justin. Justin wants to be one of those world elite leaders. He's going to cure climate change or global warming, whatever. And he's going to conquer the virus by stripping you of your freedom, minimizing your ability to speak, and you will be ushered into a new world order. But the narrative is continually falling apart. And while some unforeseen developments, things could happen, you don't know. They're always possible, especially if some of the mad scientists that helped create SARS-CoV-2 are allowed to walk free. Omicron is probably going to acquire such such great, you know, Pathogenesis, in other words, is going to be able to spread so readily. And if we insist on vaccinating widely, we might drive its evolution into a more dangerous direction. This is where I think the vaccinations are backfiring. Number one, they absolutely do not stop the spread or you getting COVID-19, even the Omicron version. In fact, some of the numbers that are coming out are beginning to tell a very strange tale that nobody wants to talk about. What I'm seeing is that it seems that if you are vaccinated, your odds of getting, and I'm saying statistically within your own group, your odds of getting the Omicron variant are actually higher. They're actually higher. And that doesn't make any sense at all. You'd think if these vaccines were supposed to work, we wouldn't need, you know, we would be able to be vaccinated and go to the restaurants and never worry about spreading this stuff again. But it's been a fraud. 
We're seeing they do not stop the spread, but there's this screech coming out of people like Governor Hochul and Lori Lightfoot in Chicago and other places and and bankrupt de Blasio. You know, what a, what a mind trip that sick individual is. We must stay, we must jab our little babies with this stuff, not even knowing what the effects are going to be two, three, five, or ten years from now. This is a messenger RNA. We've never messed with this kind of stuff on a mass scale like this. So Omicron may be the solution. <laughs> this is what's scary. This is a this is scary. This is going to mess up the Great Reset. I mean, really, it's going to mess up the Great Reset. Because, see, if this blows through, there's something else we know. And begrudgingly, the CDC will admit that acquired immunity from having a coronavirus is far more powerful than any vaccine. They don't want to talk about the fact that it's 40 times plus, I think 47 times stronger, your natural immunity than the short, temporary-lived effectiveness of these these stupid vaccines. That number 95% efficacy, which which they gave us back in December of last year, was a bogus number. And when you realize how they achieved it, it means that they helped one person out of maybe 50 or 100. Well, that's not 95%. But see, that was compared to no vaccine. It was a slight change between the two. Wait a minute. So we're taking this experimental jab. It doesn't stop the spread or you getting it. It may at best minimize your symptoms if you're elderly. But then again, even all of that is short-lived and they're talking booster after booster after booster. They want you to be a pin cushion for big pharma. They don't want cures. They want customers. They want you back two, three, four times a year for more boosters. But their reprobate minds can't see the damage they're going to be doing to people. And they may end up actually injuring or killing many of their customers. And see, there was one story I wouldn't touch last year or this year. People back in the summer saying that, you know, this this vaccine's going to kill off a third or half of the population by the end of December. Well, unless they all die off in the next 48 hours, I guess that person was not correct. But they're still producing videos. They're still producing their stories. They just forget what they said the month before and move on. They're pushing, they're kicking the can down the road that these things will happen later. That's why I never touched those stories. Because I can't find any evidence to back it up. But I was seeing evidence of injury much higher. I understand the Veer system is, is just a basket case. I asked a doctor that actually has used it in the past. He said it's, a, it's user unfriendly. It times out. If you're, and it takes 30 minutes to enter a patient. 30 minutes. And if you're missing some of the information you need and you go look for it, it'll time out. you got to start over. The system is designed where you will not want to use it. Or it'll fail. And then oftentimes, they reject what you put in and they just say, we don't believe you. And so I've seen figures that maybe 1% or 10% of the real injuries are being reported between 1% and 10%. I, I, I can't tell you. But I know it's not 100%. I doubt if it's 
I doubt if it's even 10%. One doctor, I said he will never waste his time doing it because they never, they never take them in and use them. And so people are dying. People are being injured. We really don't know about from the vaccine itself. Here's a case where the cure is becoming worse than the virus as the virus naturally is mutating downward. Now, there's a theory out there. I'm just going to throw it out there for your consideration. I neither believe it nor deny it. That maybe Omicron was released intentionally to begin to wind this thing down. I don't know. Hard to say. Now, see, in the short term... Omicron is going to be used by by Governor Hochul and every other leftist governor and fool, and I say that fool, idiot, fool, reprobate, to demand we vaccinate six-month-olds. Got to protect ourselves from the little babies because they're going to kill us with their COVID. And it's going to fuel that demand for more vaccinations. You know, the, the holiday greeting from the Bidens, you know, may you have a dark winter and death. Merry Christmas. That's about what it was. This is the blunt and it's, this is the our stupid public health experts responding only to infections. But this is not a game that'll go well in the long run for those that are pushing these, these experimental vaccines. I may get into that more about this next week. I've got some really... We have to have a hard discussion on those that backed it, where it came from, and and we're going to talk about these have been worked on for almost a decade before this virus, this pandemic. This wasn't Operation Warp Speed. The f- big pharma companies lied. They've been quietly working on this for a long time. See, the vaccines will keep failing more profoundly because it can't stop this transmission. And there's a story out there I'm going to get into, maybe this segment or the next, about what I think is a fraud from the Department of, of, of Defense. We'll get into that in a few minutes. These crackpot vaccinations, they, they, can't, they can't survive much longer. The truth is going to get out. And no matter how hard people try to you know, blind us you know, and hide it, it ultimately works its way out. Especially, look, the tech tyrants can try. They can do their darndest to make sure that we can't hear the truth. But the truth will get out. And because of the Internet, and because Mark Zuckerberg and the likes over at Twitter, they they don't control 100% of the narrative, more and more people every day are having their eyes open. And we're getting now to what I think we're, we're, we're beginning to get toward a critical mass that the it's going to have a tipping point where in a short amount of time, some people are going to be questioning what they've been told for the last, oh, I don't know, almost two years. They're going to look at Dr. Fauci with a different set of eyes. In how, many, how many of you live in states where masking is still required? Well, even that narrative is beginning to fall apart. Now, there, there's a doctor uh, on CNN. Her name is Dr. Lena Wen. Dr. Lena Wen. And every time they're trying to, you know, stoke up the COVID fear, she's one of their go-to gals. 
And she gets there and talks about, don't party, wear a mask, stay outdoors, don't see anybody, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. You know, that, that's her job, is to spread fear. But she said something about a week ago, but right before Christmas, and, and I wanted to, I forgot to add it last week, but I wanted to make sure I get it to you today. Yeah, it's better to be a week late, but listen carefully to something she said. She's one of those people that believe in the magic mask, you know, but now she's beginning to talk about wearing the right kind of magic mask. Whenever I do see somebody, now when I'm, in, when I'm over in Okeechobee, very few people wear any mask and their case numbers are very low. Here in St. Lucie County, where we spend a lot of our time, there are a significant number of people that are still wearing a face mask. But I'm noticing a lot of people are now wearing these decorative cloth masks. They may, they may talk about their favorite college or sports team, or they may be decorated for Christmas. I saw some that had little reindeer, and they're a cloth mask. And, and this probably makes up, at least where I'm at, I don't know where you are. Maybe you can let me know. This makes up like 50% of the face coverings that I'm seeing, these cloth masks. And, and, and this is what Dr. Lena Wen from CNN had to say about the cloth mask. Don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. And, and you wonder why I call these people the mask COVIDians. It's the cult of COVID, mask COVIDians. Now, I'm going to remind you if you're just tuning in for the first time, I'm not saying the virus is a hoax. I'm saying it's real. I question its origins. They're not natural. I believe that there are some people right here in the United States that are up to their eyeballs in doing things totally illegal to bring this virus, this plague upon the world. And they've been doing their best jumping into vaccines and masking and social distancing to cover themselves from their own evil doing. And they're, I don't understand this desire to to destroy our economy. I don't understand this desire to destroy families, our, psych, our, psych, our psychological well-being. It doesn't make any sense to me. But apparently it does to the tyrants. But then again, the ones that are screaming vaccinate your little babies, social distance, stay at home, don't do anything, live in fear, they're reprobates. Each and every one, they're an honest-to-goodness, biblically-defined reprobate. And we'll talk about that on the other side of this break. On the other side, I've got a few more stories that you're going to have a hard time believing, but you'll discover they're quite believable. We've been very careful, as I said, with the information we share. I don't want to jump down rabbit holes and other places and I'll mention some of the things that I have serious doubts about and I get into arguments unfortunately with some people there's enough real stuff out there that is self-verifying itself I don't need to jump into pure speculation and things that I cannot give to you with, with full certainty and peace of mind now, if you believe in that approach to doing a program like this, would you help keep us on international shortwave? If you can, we're getting ready to pay the January bills this weekend. Got to get them out early. Uh, they're due. 
And I've got some that are covered, some that need to be covered this coming week. And if you can help us out, I'd appreciate it. Our mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That is Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's number 3248. And the city is Crestview, one word, Crestview, C-R-E-S-T-V-I-E-W, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That zip code again is 32536. And you can make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And maybe tomorrow or next week, I'm going to talk about some other Ancient Word Radio projects that I think you might be interested in, especially they're, they're coming together. They're, they're, I think 2022, we're not going to fix it at the ballot box, but God's going to open up some doors. And I'll explain my feelings about the virus, where we're heading, our limited time of opportunity and how we can deal with it. Once again, if you didn't catch that address, Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, Crestview, Florida, 32536. That's 32536. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The mystery of the moons. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection. And get your pen ready so you don't miss getting a special free gift in a moment. Now, the New Year's celebration of the Bible was always linked to the new moon. What's a new moon? It's when the moon is at its smallest and begins to increase until it becomes a full moon. Now, the Hebrew year was marked by new moons. In fact, the Hebrew word for new moon, chodesh, also means month. So the new month and the new year always was linked to the new moon. And when they'd see the new moon, they'd always celebrate and blow a trumpet. Now, the mystery gets deeper. The word for new moon, chodesh, comes from chadash, which means to renew or to rebuild or to repair and to heal. That's the word used in, I will give them a new heart, a new heaven, a new earth. His mercies are new every morning. So every month, the moon is, in a sense, renewed and rebuilt and repaired and healed. You see, God gives us the moon to teach us the gospel. Every month, you see, if God can give you a new moon, then surely he can give you a new heart. If he can, in a sense, rebuild and repair the moon, he can also rebuild and repair every part of your life. If God can, in a sense, heal the moon, then certainly he can heal you. And if he can bring the moon to fullness and wholeness, then his will is to bring your life also to fullness and wholeness. So how does the moon become new and whole and full? Only one way, by letting itself be filled up to reflect more and more the light of the sun. So when you look up at the moon, like the Hebrews, celebrate its biblical mystery and learn its gospel, God's miracle for your life. Blow a trumpet and celebrate his grace, which is new every morning and the fullness of life that is yours for the asking. Learn from the moon and move from newness to newness and from fullness to fullness in the light of the sun. Want more? Ask for the mystery of the moons. Now, feeling like your walk with God could use a spiritual boost? Well, we got the answer. A free subscription to Sapphire's Warning. Uses directed. Sapphires can revolutionize your walk for victory. Also, the incredible, the mystery of the temple doors all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Just remember, Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's all you do. It's easy. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll be blessed. But call now, one 800 Y. E-S-H-U-A-1. 
I invite you to minister with me in two of the most exciting ministries to beam the word of life around the earth by shortwave radio to every tribe and tongue and to Israel and the Jewish people who gave you the gospel. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, the nice Jewish boy, box 1111. In Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111. Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Lechem. Peace be to you, my friend, and Messiah, the giver of the Brit Hadashah, the New Covenant. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. December the 30th, can you believe it? Just a couple of days left, and we are in the new year of 2022. I want to pick up right away from where I left off in the uh, last segment. I want to finish one story and move on to a couple of others that all tie together in this narrative that we've been subjected to having to hear screamed at us around the clock. And and I'm sure for many of you, you've probably had your own times of doubt. I mean, I will admit there have been times that even I've had my own times of doubt during these past, what, almost about 20 months or so. When I came on board to help a county out in emergency management, You know, I I had no reason to deny what I was being told at the time. I just had no reason. And so I did my job based on the information given until with my own eyes I could see what we were being told was absolutely nonsensical, ridiculous, and totally wrong. But in spite of what we knew was wrong, we kept pursuing this thing the same way that we did. And there was no justification. We also understand that many of the deaths related to COVID were really not. I mean, how does somebody be counted as a COVID death that died in a car accident or died from a gunshot wound? There are so many of them out there. Cases that don't make any sense. But even put that aside. We now have all the health experts running around going Omicron. You know, the other night I was going to bed thinking about this program and some of the episodes we need to do. And all of a sudden, in the back of my mind, I remember this song from way back, and it seems like a million years ago. I mean, really, it seems like a million years ago to me now. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. And the only thing I could hear in my head the other day was, you know, Omicron, 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 Omicron. You know, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be stuck hearing that now for months. Isn't it kind of catchy? Omicron, Omicron, Om, Om, Omicron. I can't sing anymore. But it's becoming almost a circus out there. Look, Omicron, I'm certain, is going to be difficult for some people. So is the common cold. So is the flu. So are many other respiratory illnesses that we have and we've always had to live with. And, and here's what we do know. The vaccines are going to be a total failure. 
it's not stopping the spread or you getting Omicron. In fact, as I said on the last segment, it may actually be doing the opposite. People that are vaccinated may be spreading it more and and acquiring it more even than the non-vaccinated. The numbers are beginning to look in that direction. We'll, we'll figure that out. Time will tell. But see, even in South Africa, they're beginning to recognize the strategy we've been following. Stay home, lock down, wear a face mask, live in fear. Have your food delivered. Don't go to work. Lose your business. Lose your house. Lose your car. That's not working. And so even in South Africa, they're, they're revising their restrictions and pretty well getting rid of most of them. What we're seeing is, you know, things may be uncertain. I get it. We live in an uncertain world. It's hard to shake the belief in some people's minds that, that corona is being swept away by, you know, by, by something natural. We, we keep wanting to believe that our doctors and our politicians and our vaccines are going to save us. And they've been failures. If anything, they slowed it down. They didn't, didn't avoid the number of people that may have gotten sick or died. They just slowed it down and extended the pain and suffering over a longer period. Remember, 15 days to flatten the curve was to keep from the hospitals being overwhelmed. It never said less people will die. It never said less people will get sick. We're just going to spread out the inevitable over a longer period of time. And we've done that. We, we've done that. That's what we've been doing for the last 18, 19, 20 months. I really believe that people are going to start seeing through this, especially especially if you're one of those, and you know, I, I know of, I, I don't know these people well, but we know people that are proud to have just received their booster shot a few weeks ago, and now they've got the Omicron variant. And they're having a hard time. How can this be? I am double vaccinated with a Pfizer vaccine and I just got my booster and now they tell me I'm sick. How can this be? And I think when this begins to happen over and over and over again, a lot of people that were screaming that you need to be vaccinated, or you're going to kill me when they come down with this and realize they're fully vaccinated. I've said it before, vaccines, if they're real, they protect the person that takes it, not somebody else. I don't put on a warm winter jacket to keep somebody warm in Ontario, Canada, and I'm living in Florida. I don't take an aspirin to get rid of your headache. But this is what they're trying to tell us, and we have people that are so in fear they're believing it. And that's the sadness of all of this. When does the madness stop? When does the madness come to an end? And I think that Omicron, as many, there are, look, I'm seeing an increasing number of credible, credible people that have been right far more times than wrong that are beginning to say, you know, if this is following the natural progression, a lot of politicians, a lot of journalists, just people like you and I are going to begin to realize what utter failures these experts like Fraud Fauci have been. These experts on CNN. These experts 
that you see on MSNBC, these experts at the White House, and around the world, in Canada, the UK, Australia, they, they, they believe that their, their stupid vaccine policy is going to stop the coronavirus. The people running Australia are nothing but madmen. They have been maddened by sin, and they're now in reprobate mind status, and they have bought the lie, and God has given them what he's promised in his word, delusion. Delusions of grandeur. Delusions of power. And every little tin horn dictator, every little fascist you know, fool, comes to their ultimate and horrible ruin in God's economy. It always happens. And I, be, I think we're beginning to see this beginning to happen. A few more people are getting a little bit more bold to say, you know, maybe what they told us is, you know, why did I have to lose my job now that I'm seeing what's going on? During Christmas, look at how many flights got canceled with all these vaccinated pilots and vaccinated, you know, flight attendants, vaccinated staff. They're all vaccinated. Yet people were getting sick with Omicron. That ought to tell you something. The vaccines don't work. I'll say it again. They don't work. But the real danger is my next story. And of course, this story comes from our neighbor to the north, our friends in Canada. This story is about a Canadian doctor who was expelled for administering ivermectin to patients suffering from COVID-19, who warned that the mRNA vaccines can keep creating spike proteins forever by permanently altering the DNA in children. That's funny when I... I live not far from Canada in upstate New York, and I visited this, the country many, many times. Of course, that was years ago. And, and to look at Canada today, to talk to people that listen to this program in Canada today, my heart breaks for what is happening in your nation. Your, your own national anthem praised God to keep Canada free We want to be on guard, protect our rights, our liberty. And right now, your fascist government, your fascist fool, man-child leader, Justin Trudeau, is destroying your nation with a like-minded group of mass COVIDians, cult of COVID. They're enjoying this. And they don't apply the rules to themselves, of course. They only apply it to you. They're delusional. And see, this doctor has made something very clear. And this is a warning. And I think he's probably right. Now, maybe you'll understand this better than than I do. I don't consider myself a medical expert, but I'm learning a lot. This doctor, his warning, he points out that children are very prone to a DNA alteration because they have higher levels of reverse uh, transcriptase in adults. In other words, they're susceptible in those growing years for damage to the DNA. 
And this Dr. Daniel Nagaze discusses the mechanism behind the risk of an mRNA shots when he was discussing the vaccine test data that was published by good old Pfizer. Now, Pfizer, which sponsors a tremendous amount of news channels around the world, that's why they get such good press. You know, we played it before. Bought to you by Pfizer. How many programs do you see Pfizer advertised? Their drugs advertised. They're buying good publicity. The news networks are afraid of them. They also need their money to keep on the air. So this doctor is is concerned that there could be some very serious negative impacts over the long haul to young children where this mRNA may in fact begin to make some alterations in children as they're growing up and they they may become spike factories forever. Yet you have the mass COVIDians, the cult of COVID, just screaming at the top of their lugs, lungs, we, their lugs, these, their lugs, all right. These reprobates are screaming to vaccinate six-month-old children. They want this. We want to vaccinate, you know, two, three, and four times a year. When you, I've seen one of these vaccination cards, a real one. Somebody shared. It's got lots of blanks for lots of boosters. And don't think they weren't planning on this from the very beginning. We have side effects with these vaccines that we don't want to talk about. What is most worrying to these doctors, like Dr. Nagase, is that the mRNA inserted from these jabs can be converted to DNA through what's called the means, and make sure I get it right, reverse transcriptase. And he said that this is dangerous for kids. Cells that are undergoing changes, like in children's cells, have a higher level of this, this probability than adult cells that are basically static when you grow up. You know, when I was a little kid, I was short, a little overweight. By the time I finished high school, I was six foot two and 145 pounds. My body was going through enormous changes. And so he's concerned that children are going to be very susceptible to this. Now, what does that mean in the long run? Now, once something has been transcribed to your DNA, it can get integrated into the nucleus of a cell and permanently change that cell's DNA. And as that cell divides, it makes more of the same. So the question was, is there a greater preponderance of reverse uh, of this condition within children that would be an explanation while we're seeing a higher percentage of an adverse reaction in children? This doctor says absolutely. Now, previously, Dr. Nagazi had highlighted data from the Pfizer study showing that of the 34 side effects reported in children, and by that was a f- prior to them ever rolling it out and approving it for kids. 24 had serious side effects and 10 had side effects that were branded to be non-serious. Gazi also stated that he doesn't, doesn't matter what dose of vaccine is given, he believes the DNA can be modified by this process. And then it programs these new cells to make these spike proteins 
forever. Once something is in the actual DNA, the only thing that gets rid of it is the death of that cell. But we know that those cells divide. I think we're playing with with fire here with children. We know that they're not, they don't work as advertised. Remember, 95% effective. Be bulletproof against COVID. Get your shot today. I can remember back in the fall of last year, before the vaccines came out. I remember when the news came out in November, I'm thinking, okay, this, this may be the end of, our, of COVID. This may work. This may be our solution. But then little things started coming out that made me just, you know, think like a lot of you. Let me wait a week or two or a month or two or three. We were living at the time in a place where we had, I thank God for this, the opportunity to, in essence, lay low. And then stories started coming out and questions started to be raised. And and these vaccines were actually not vaccines. They were like a gene therapy. They were not some attenuated virus. They were, they were literally having your body produce a spike protein. Now, there's another story out there that has also got me scratching my head. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard this story, and I'm just going to share some quick highlights. I need to do some more research. And like I say, research on this stuff is not easy to do because the narrative's out there, and they make it difficult, just like when they tried to pull the bait and switch about the Pfizer vaccine being FDA-approved. By the way, I checked a story last week. You still cannot get the approved Pfizer vaccine in the United States. So if you if you know anybody that told you, I got the FDA-approved vaccine in the United States, they did not. They were led to believe a lie. That, and and I, I really pray to God. I really pray that justice comes down on everybody in the FDA for the fraud they committed on the American people. That press conference was nothing but Hitler-type propaganda and lies. Today, we're approving the FDA. The FDA, we're approving the Pfizer vaccine because it's, it's wonderful and it's been thoroughly tested. And we went through all these hundreds of thousands of pages of data in just 106 days. And we're convinced it is safe and effective. And that's all the news media heard. And that's all that CNN and MSNBC ran with for days. Get the Pfizer vaccine. It's safe. It's effective. And Facebook says it's approved. And people, people heard that. And they believed it. They went to Walgreens or Walmart or CVS or wherever. And they got their first and then their second dose. And they didn't get an approved vaccine. They still got the emergency use authorized. As they're laughing and giggling, waiting to be made COVID-proof, they're signing their life and the ability to sue away. Now, this other story concerns me, and I'm not going to have a whole lot of time to get into it. You're going to hear more about this, I'm sure, that the Department of Defense, of all places, is developing a super COVID killer vaccine. That'll be that promises to be a pan coronavirus treatment for all variants. The ones present, the one past and the ones yet to come. So somehow we're to believe that the folks at the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research expect to announce sometime soon they have the perfect vaccine. 
Now, this is not going to sit well with the folks at Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and anywhere else. And it's going to be we're, I'm going to look at this carefully and we're going to try to follow this story. Something does not pass the smell test. Sorry, but it doesn't on this story. I believe that Omicron, and you're going to hear that song forever, Omicron, Omicron, um, um, Omicron, and you're going to hear it for the rest of your life now. I think that as some are beginning to say, and of course, Moderna and Pfizer and, and President Biden and Justin Trudeau and Marcon over in France and everybody around the world and all the tyrants are going to say, we defeated it. Now bow down to us, worship us, you groveling little slime. We, we took care of you. Because see, what I believe could happen with this, and this is my prayer, that Omicron runs its course and people live and people get God-given natural immunity. Because see, if that happens, their narrative begins to fall apart. Then the next thing I pray for is everybody that understood this and knew this, that hid this information, may they be exposed for the frauds that they are. We're not going to fix all of this at the ballot box. I'm sick and tired. I've told you before. I don't want to hear about this. We're going to fix it at the ballot box nonsense anymore. That's not true. It's not going to work that way. It's just not. We need to come to this realization. I mean, like right now, this realization. We are heading to a day of judgment and destiny. The church has always been under persecution. That you can count on, and that will never change. There will always be those that want to rob you of your freedom, and that's not going to change. I believe that the best we can hope for is a time of, shall we say, respite, a time where we may get some of our liberties back. Inevitably, they'll be taken away again. And I hope that we use this time, this upcoming year, of 2022 to work in God's harvest. Tomorrow, I'm going to start the program by sharing a few things I actually said one year ago on New Year's Eve. That'll be on tomorrow's program. And let's see, let's compare to what actually happened this year and let's pray for the year to come. I think we can make a difference. We need to start changing people's lives. The ballot box, I've been trying for 50 years, still is not fixed. If you believe in our work here, would you consider helping pay the airtime bill? Our mailing address is Truth to Ponder, Highway 85 North. That's 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248. And we are in Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That zip code again is 32536. Make your check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Listen, visit our website. You can support us from there too, which is truth, the number two ponder.com. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.